Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. And today on the show, we have Brandon Croucher, who I, he just brought so much energy right from when he got on the Zoom. So I'm really excited to hear what he has to say. Brandon, how you doing? Uh, I, I'm realizing I came in with a lot of energy. I, I always have energy. And that's hilarious that you say that because it's like everybody that knows me says I'm a bolt of like caffeine for people. And the comment that I get the most is, do you do enough cocaine? And I'm like, I don't even touch cocaine. <laughs> like, I can't. I'm like walking energy. And yeah, so I appreciate you saying that. I will uh, breathe and get myself back to like how I do for shows. But yeah, I come out with a lot of energy and it's a lot of fun. I'm honored to be here, Tim. Yeah, yeah, no. Honored to have you on, and I love the energy. Energy is a great thing, so um, keep it up. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we'll have fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, we like to jump right in, and if you could start just by telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the stuff you like to do for fun, that would be great. Awesome. Uh, Brandon Croucher. Uh, I started my own line of CBD products. I was a former youth pastor, and when you hear those two together, people kind of look at you like you're crazy, and... <laughs> Uh, it's fun because truth be told without the church part, I never would have been able to create the brand that I did. Uh, I wanted it to be where my mom would be able to start trusting CBD because as much as I would want my mom and I to go like smoke with Snoop Dogg one day, I don't think she's ever going to smoke, whether it's with Snoop Dogg or Martha Stewart. So for me, I wanted to be able to get my mom to try something new. And I created my own line of products that are odorless, colorless, tasteless that you can add to literally anything. So start your day, put it in a morning coffee, tea, water, uh, go to breakfast, open it up, pour it on your eggs. And for, and at light, you're on a bad date, let's say, you just not enjoying each other. You could open a pack up, literally sprinkle it right on to your salad and give it a stir. And then you just calm yourself, find your way to get yourself back to being calm, balanced, and delight. And the reason I, I did it. that is my parents were so, it sounds bad. They're very religious in the sense that marijuana was bad and coming from the church and having, I was a youth pastor. I was a foster dad, whole bunch of all the good things that make me go to heaven one day. But the truth is I, if my mom and dad are only going there because they didn't smoke weed, then they didn't really live. And truth be told, I wanted to be able to see what the other benefits were. Uh, living my life has been fun. I'm told I'm a book. Uh, like you said, I'm a lot of energy. It's I've run the third largest Starbucks in the world. I've uh, create. I started a health food restaurant at the age of 27 that took off, and I had three restaurants all at once to find out my partners were bad. To three foster kids with medically fragile needs. And I was in the hospital every other week with a kid, with a kid needing some type of surgery from open heart surgery to breathing treatments. So for me, I've lived a life that a lot of like, a lot of people are amazed by. And I sit here and say, I just treat people the way I want to be treated. So that's me. I love that. I, I gave you that. a lot. <laughs> I told you I have a lot of energy today. I'm like, Whew. so yeah, uh, that's me. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I love that. I love that story. We're definitely going to have to hear more about that transition and some of the criticism you went through on the way to your CBD business. But first, tell us a little bit about what you do for fun every day or weekly. So oh, I try to do it every day. And when people hear this, they always say, wait, what? Uh, I spin fire. I play with fire. And... <laughs> Thank you. That's the reaction I I like. So my thing is, um, I make the joke that I actually like went to hell and back and I never really died or anything, but I've had a lot of things like my nose has been broken seven times and people hear that and they're like, wait, how does somebody break their nose that many times? I'm not that clumsy. People just don't like my face. I feel like they're the demons and I'm like an angel. So that's what I tell myself to feel better. But 
Truth be told, I when I'm alone, I'm very bad with boundaries. You could see how easy it is to get me to talk. And this is how I've like lived my life and why people like my restaurant, because I would just talk to them while cooking. I trusted the wrong people and learning about that had to make me fall down farther and farther. So I went all the way to hell. And when I was in hell, I made friends with the devil who handed me fire. And he said, play with this. And I was at a festival one day and the guy literally hands me poi and I started spinning it and it was just natural. Um, I spin a dragon staff. And so COVID has been amazing because of the fact everybody has to stay six feet away from me. And that's just perfect enough to spin my staff. It's six feet tall with four balls of flames on either end. And I spin it all around my body without it touching it with my hands. So for me, it's a meditative state. And for someone that's always moving, it's kind of fun. Like, cause people say, if I don't know, somebody's watching me, they, I've had people stop in the park when it's not on fire and I'm just practicing. And they're like, that was beautiful. That was like a dance. And that's what I go for. It's just my meditative state of expressing myself. So for Brandon, Every day I try to, at least if I can't get that, I have to get some exercise. So I go play basketball. I still have not dunked. I'm hoping before 40, but it's not looking like it's going to go because I'm 38. So (laughs) (laughs) how tall are you? 5'10". Gotcha. Yeah. You got to have some hops to dunk. Right. Like you really do. And I have cankles. So you'd think that meant I had strong enough legs to jump up and get the rim. You know, I've, I've grabbed the rim. I've gotten that close. I have never best I ever did was an alley-oop that went wrong and I almost threw it down. It was just out of my fingertips. If I was just a half an inch more, it would have been my only dunk in my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's epic. That's epic, man. Well, you should definitely, uh, there have, been, there have been some cool, you know, when Instagram ads come up and stuff, you get these like mm-hmm. dunking coaches or like jumping coaches. You should look at some jumping exercises because it's fascinating stuff, what you can get your vertical to. You um, know what? I challenge my my audience on my show. So I'm a Browns fan. Don't hate me. Trust me, we beat ourselves up enough. But uh, I challenge my audience. So we uh, there's a lot of non-sports fans. So we do 22 push-ups for every point differential as our bet. So if the Browns win by one, all of the people that bet me have to do 22 push-ups for that one point. Well, this last week, the Browns lost by a lot. I have to do 506 push-ups this week. So maybe now, instead of it just being the push, right? It's killing me. I'm a two, I had to do 102 a day live on air at my push-ups. So I like am dying. But yeah. maybe I could switch that into some of these jump things. And I could just be doing that. And that way I could get my jump in there. And we'll just rotate it. I think you, you're giving me ideas, Timothy. I like it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Um, well, awesome, man. Let's go ahead and jump into my favorite part of the podcast now. We get to talk about your dreams and your goals. So what are they? All right. So do you want the ones that I tell people now, or do you want the ones that I have that are going to be the big ones and why people think that sometimes people are crazy? Like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, we called them crazy at one point. Give me so like one, give me like one or two of the small ones and then all the big ones. Okay, you got it. Uh, but one or two of the small ones. So by Christmas, I would like to be hitting sales to the point I could order my next round of product without having to have an actual seed money from an investor. That would mean I'd be making about $5,000 a month in sales. And I'm not there yet. And I'm the only employee I have. And I have a lot of people that like what I do. So that's one of my small ones. I'm close to it, but I'm not that close. I'd like to be able to get to that. So by Christmas, I'm hitting it and ordering the next round of products because my dream is something that I really see as a big way for the world, for everybody. And it's, it's, I'm, I love talking about it because I'm just being me and everybody has that same light in them of that human nature, that love. And that's all I bring. So my next goal for, that's a small one is to actually have my YouTube channel up to over 500 subscribers by Christmas because we just started it and we're at 365. And it's one of those things where we just want to really push that. So that's my goal. By Christmas, those are my two. And it's easy to remember because 500 and then just add a zero for the other part. Um, Now my big goals. This is not 2022. This is 2023, 2024, 2025. So 
Uh, my company, Delight Cafe, has won international healthcare awards. I have two of them. And that was in 2020 and 2021 for innovation and creativity in the healthcare industry. And the thing is, there's so many people that have misconceptions of CBD from the healthcare to the prison system. And there's so much more. And we need to be able to see why we're not diving into this. And I asked those questions. Then I took it a step further because of COVID. I couldn't, I had all these deals. And I needed to find a way to connect with people in another way because nobody's allowed to leave their house. And while I come across as a bright light and all this energy, I suffer from bipolar two disorder. And so that means I'm really hard on myself and my mental health has to be taken very seriously. It means I don't actually believe in myself at times. I want to hurt myself and to not get to a point where you're doing that is very difficult that a lot of people don't understand how hard everybody beats themselves up. So I knew if I could get through it, so can so many others. So I created a digital platform and my goal, I have that there. I want an international digital award because I have a vision of it being different. It's where we go on and we have honest conversations. So you and I could have complete disagreement on any subject. Let's just use COVID. And we go back and forth through these conversations and neither of us are allowed to state anything but facts. You can pull everything you want in. Here's this from this and here's this from that, but I get to rebuttal. And at the end of it, neither of us can have any emotions behind it. The minute I start going, oh, bite my ass and run, yelling and stuff. It's not a fair conversation because I'm intimidating you. I, I, I don't allow that. So I get to mute people. And for me, I'm opening up a whole new network of ways of communicating since we're stuck together. We start every morning with a positive show with that energy I have first thing in the morning. And then we add a shot of delight. So it's Java delight. You know what I mean? Uh, my big vision is I'd like my company to be sold nationwide. Uh, by 2023, I would like to have eight products and because I don't think you need more than 10. And I would like, I picture my company being like Febreze. Now that sounds really weird. How do you say that? So Febreze was a company that came out when you spray it, you'd smell it. And everybody knew it covered up smells better than anything else. But as it got bigger, all of a sudden it was in your washing detergent. It was in your, like anything that had a smell had a Febreze connection with it. And you saw it everywhere. What if we could do the same thing with a plant? And that's where Delight's next part comes in for the vision. I see how with on government websites, the facts of one acre of hemp absorbs 10 times the amount of CO2 negative uh, pollution as 10 acres of trees. That means we could plant a hundred acres of this and get more than the Amazon that had in trees that had been bur burnt and cut down. And we're pulling CO2 negative toxins we've been putting in the air, we're pu it's pulling it out naturally. So for me, my vision is planting in all 50 states, having the hemp grown where we actually have live cams going. So you can honestly see that we're not putting any chemicals in there. You get to know the farmers for each one because your money is going to go back to them. And I mean that like there's ways to make profits for everybody through that. And that's the thing that we could get to where the plant is also zero waste. So next year, this is why December is essential for me for wanting to get to that next round. Every single round of my product is going to be is going to be compostable as well, made from the same plants that are inside it. So imagine being able to know you can go anywhere in the world and be able to open up a pack, put it inside your Coca-Cola, just as an example, and it would make that a CBD Coke because it's odorless, colorless, tasteless. And then that pack you can drop on the ground. I wouldn't recommend it. Let's just put litter, but you can drop it on the ground literally and have it be that part of you that knows it's going to compost anyways. That's how we change the world is we become the brand like Febreze where all of a sudden you have Coke with single use plastics wanting to actually have that delight logo on there to show you it's compostable, not just something that's easy to get rid of. It's not a single use plastic. So for me, my vision is creating a community that wants to make the world a better place. And that's a really hard thing to ask. But when you have people look inside themselves, we all want to not. It, I don't know if you have kids or not, Tim, Timothy, but we want to leave the world for the next generations. We're not right now. And I'm in my 30s and I look at my niece who's nine and it scares the shit out of me. Sorry if I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. It scares the heck out of me. <laughs> 
but like i just she doesn't the earth is going to be here but we're going to be the ones that go and we need to be able to believe in ourselves and start fixing things and seeing what can make it better for not just our earth but for each other and that's a big ask from people but it's funny how you turn the tv off and social media off how much we all can connect yeah yeah no absolutely i love that and so correct me if i'm wrong but you're talking about the hemp plant being like part of the coca-cola can so it's compostable uh so the single-use plastic bottles we could actually take the hemp plant so the flower of the hemp plant could be broken down to oils gummies tinctures the light packets which, which i prefer because you know what you're getting every single time and then and that stalk of that plant is able to be completely pulled apart and be able to be turned into many things. Um, it gets can be turned into paper. It could be turned into cardboard. It could be turned into single-use plastic bottles like sweet tea here. And then if you saw the Delight logo there, not that tea logo, but like the Delight logo, just like on Coke, that bottle would be made from a hemp plant to be able to dissolve and become compostable instead of just sitting in a landfill for 500 years. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I guess the other question I had was you're saying a hundred acres of hemp plant is really environmentally helpful because it can absorb a lot of that CO2 like trees, but just on a way bigger scale, like smaller amount, bigger scale type of thing. Exactly. So let me give you an example that will help make it connect really easy. Like I had to have the Amazon had all those trees and we we're hearing about them being cut down and burned and all that. And people were like, it's huge because it's taking away our oxygen. It's pulling that it's putting the negative stuff, giving it more of a platform like to grow. And we're not able to absorb the, the, the bad stuff we keep putting out. How do you fix that? Well, isn't it funny? The hemp plant hit on <laughs> this is my favorite. It's on the United States government's websites, how the hemp plant, all this, everything I said is readily available on government websites too, just so you know. Uh, it is done by the agriculture community, uh, community of the United States. They have it on their website explaining the benefits of why that would be what we should do next. And they still aren't funding to be able to have the entire United States to be able to start planting. So what I'm trying to do is create initiatives where we get farmers learning about this. Because, like I said, I have a very big dream, and I'm just some random bald-headed white dude in the, from the suburbs. Like, why would I anybody listen to me? You don't. Listen to yourself. That's what I tell people all the time. I don't have the answers. I just have been through hell, and I know you have too. So how do we connect together to get our torches, there's our light, to get rid of all the bad? It's all I do, is I try to help everybody see the light that's in them. And with this hemp plant, we legalizing things, you're gonna, we're able to do more. We should be pushing more for science. Like what other cannabinoids are there? Like CBN, did you know that CBN is another cannabinoid on the hemp plant? I did not. So we hear about CBD and THC, but there's so many others. And CBN is the same cannabinoid that your brain uses to fall asleep, to help you fall asleep. So imagine you having a night where you're really having trouble sleeping. You can open up a pack of delight with CBN in it, pour it in and be able to fall asleep within 30 minutes like you took a melatonin without any hangover the next day because your body fell asleep naturally. For me, that's where I'm looking to head. That's what I want to get into is taking these cannabinoids and really connecting them and finding the science behind them. So you, Tim, you can go find your best you. And when anxiety hits, you just have a package of light on you to quickly fix yourself to keep your calm, keep yourself balanced and keep your life delightful. It's as easy as ABCBD. ABCBD. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. That's been my motto for two years. People hear it. I get that reaction every time. Like, I love that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. That was great. That was awesome. Uh, we're going to quote that actually. It's as easy as ABCBD. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Um, what caused you to take the first step towards this business and this dream? So remember how I said I have a dark side? Mm-hmm. I had a very rough uh, divorce because I got married too young, three foster kids, like I was telling you about. Greatest time of my life with those kids. Loved them to death. But 
I had uh, other situations with the wife that didn't make it all keep going that direction. And when you lose everything and everybody that stood in your wedding and everything, you hit a point where you're so in such a dark place, you think there's no way out. Uh, at that point, I wanted to be done. I wanted to be gone. And that's why I have the tattoo I have of the semicolon is my life didn't put, I didn't put a period on my life. I put it, I have more to do. And that's what the semicolon movement's about for tattoos. It's a mental health thing. Um, I noticed I had two master's degrees, so I'm not dumb. I have these kids. I'm doing all these things. I'm running a community program. There's something about me. Like, I should believe in myself, but I didn't. And the doctors put me on so many pills. I was on 15. That's one five pills a day for me walking in on somebody having an affair like that losing all my friends losing my job and my kids like it's like everything gone in one moment and I did not like in any way how I felt I'd go to bed at 10 p.m and wake up at four in the afternoon the next day couldn't hold down a job I could barely make myself get up enough to go downstairs one day I just had enough. I called my doctor and I'm like, I, 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 we need to figure out another way I'm done with these pills. And she was like, okay, what are you going to do? I'm like, I just dumped them down the toilet and I flushed. I don't recommend people do that for real. Like you have to trust your doctor. But I told her this and I said, we're going to find another way. That's when I started eating better. I started watching my diet. I lost about a hundred pounds in a year. Uh, I went from just under 300. I was at 265. So little more, but it sounds way better saying 300. Uh, I'm at 265 and I needed to drop weight fast because it was like, I was way out of shape and I was only 28 years old. And my doctors were looking at me like, you have the body of a 40 year old. And if I sent you a picture, you'd laugh. You'd be like, holy crap, you don't even look like the same person. Uh, that's when I opened my restaurants. The food became my quick way of learning how to rebalance myself. I lost that hundred pounds, started exercising. Um, the doctor, my psychiatrist was all there helping me, but I still noticed I had anger and anxieties. So I started working out all these things. And then I started smoking weed, being honest. And that really helped with my mental health. And it was a huge thing to learn about the plant. Uh, I got a job. I sold my shares of the restaurant and I got a job because Starbucks came to me and said, Hey, you're actually taking a lot of our business with your coffee house. So can you do us a favor and work for us? We'd much rather have you work for us than be our competitor. Uh, that's when I got hired to run the Cleveland Clinic Starbucks. And I made more money than I ever thought I could make. Like I was just, I, I led the way I lead. I was me. We were open 24 hours a day and we were hitting numbers that like New York City, LA, they were like used to hitting and Cleveland Clinic shouldn't be. And it's the third biggest one. So like, it was insane what we were doing. And I was making these great money. And then one day I'm working third shift and I'm burnt, I'm tired. And I'm watching every doctor put something in their drink. They all have caffeine. They all have a sugar water. All I'm like saying is, I'm watching them put stevia, put this, put creamer, and it hit me. I got home. My mom, I came to my mom's house, I should say. And I'm looking at all the pills my mom takes later across the counter. And I remember how I felt on all those pills. And my mom's much older. And one and one connected. And that's how I came up with my packs. And I pictured it as a way of helping my mom be able to see a truth. Because my anxiety that I every one of us get. You get in your car, someone cuts you off. The first thing you want to do, not everybody, most people, it seems like, men especially, we want to run that person off the road because you don't cut me off. But the truth is, we're not mad at them. There's something else and we don't know why we're unbalanced. We're, they're not mad at that person for cutting us off. They didn't kill us. Thank God they didn't kill us, right? So for me, losing that anger, losing that anxieties of everyday stuff was going to be hard. and. That's how that came about. The calm, balanced delight is not coincidental. It's CBD on purpose. Because if I can stay calm, I can remain the situation balanced 
and we end it, even if we absolutely know that we don't agree, we still end it with light because neither of us left with anger. And that's just how I started seeing a difference between my mom to my mental health and why I knew my company needed to be something bigger than me. I love that. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. And I appreciate, I appreciate you kind of taking us through the story and how you took your first step and it. Um, I've noticed that in doing these podcasts, when I ask people those questions, it's always, they either hit a really dark spot or sometimes it's just general, like heavy dissatisfaction with life. Like maybe nothing crazy happened, but it's like, they're just way unhappy and it just, it hits something in them. And so, uh, thanks for sharing that, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. (laughs) No, absolutely. Okay. And so, um, if there were one or two Actually, I kind of want to change this question. If they you were- know, I didn't read them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. Really, I'm a big jokester. Like I, I, I make people laugh and everything, and I'm known for that. I, I, my inner child is Robin Williams. So please know that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, if there was one type of person that you could meet that would help you take the next step towards your goals. Who would they be and how would they do it? That's a good one. I've never asked myself that question. I know what I have my vision of. And so I have a vision where if I was to manifest what I want, uh, are you a football fan at all? Decent. Decent. Okay. So if I said Miles Garrett, do you know that name? I do. What is he most famous for? Other than being an awesome human being, I want to make sure I include that. So when he hears this, he wants to talk to me. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I just know him as the defensive end. I think it is. He's leading the league in tackles this year, but two years ago on national TV, he sacked a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the guy made some comment that all the cameras didn't get at once. And Miles Garrett actually ripped his helmet off. And then the guy comes running at him, the quarterback, Mason Rudolph, and he hits him with his helmet, his own helmet. Like he hit Mason with his helmet. (laughs) Sorry. Just got to laugh at that for a second. But like, as not funny as that is, because it's barbaric, it's not something you should see on a football field, even though he just sacked him. But Miles Garrett is not that person. And he got a really bad rap for the rest of that season and suspended. They were talking about not letting him back in the league. And he comes back, and what he did is he jumps on a plane and goes to Africa and turns all technology off and finds another part of himself. And says, I, 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 that, sh- that should never come out of me. And I know that feeling. Because when I lost my kids or my foster kids and all that because of somebody else's choosing, they made the mistake. God, did that crush me. And he came back the next year and tore up the league last year. And now this year, he's already on pace to be amazingly high up there in the, in the rookie of the uh, defensive player of the year. He is a prime example of what my product is like with me. So he's someone I want to meet. He's also a very smart businessman because he separates himself from drama and all that. And if you get a chance, you got to just look up his social media. The dude is like a Greek God. He, he took care of himself and he's a big kid, which is just like me. That's why I have all four Ninja Turtles tattooed on me. Um, my, my vision is partnering with the people who have felt what it's like to be disrespected and found that light inside themselves, which I think we all have at one point in our life. It's when do we let somebody else blow that light out and we lose track of who we are. Miles and I are the same in that way. And I don't want to lose that. So if he would represent my brand and be a partner, I would cry my eyes out on national TV in front of people. I'd ugly cry and you could call me Karen, even though my name's Brandon and see, that seems to be a meme nowadays. Um, <laughs> so that's one. And then the other one, everybody says, but I've said it for years is Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk and I have a lot in common. And that's because of the fact Elon Musk is a visionary. When he created Tesla, he didn't have the funds. He was, a, he was driving a no-name car just because, of, and I shouldn't say no-name, he was driving a piece of crap car. 
because he needed to find a way to get this going. And he had this electric and he created this magnet and blah, blah, blah. You could still go online today and find all of the patents that he created for that first Tesla and build your own Tesla because nobody was buying them. Nobody knew what it was. They were way too expensive and nobody could understand why somebody would do something like that, you know? And then he turns around and he creates PayPal. He needed to pivot and he did. And when he created PayPal, he started raising enough money. He was able to create and invest into Tesla more. And now look at what Tesla is. And look where Elon Musk is. He was in, they were in space. I want to go to space. I don't want to own a spaceship, but I want to go to space. Why? I look at the moon. It's a full moon tomorrow. When this airs, it'll be a full moon. It was a full moon today. And this is where I was with my team right before this. And we were talking about setting goals. We were talking about what is our next steps? Where do you see yourself? F me. F me. If you, you don't need me, if I'm not here, you're going to have to have another job and have some dick ass boss going to be, oh, see, I censor one and not the other, that you're not going to want to respect and all that. I'm giving you a chance to believe in yourself, just like everybody else. My team was like, they were so excited. I was coming on this one right after our meeting because we did it over the phone. And for me, Elon Musk believed he could change the world and then still went and did it. And I want that. I don't give a crap about the money. Look, Tim, I'll make you a deal. Every $100 million I make, I'll give you a million after this. If this takes off and becomes my thing, all right? I'm nowhere near $100 million, so it's not like I'm giving you anything yet. But think about that. You have it on video evidence that I said this. Hey, I'm Every $100 do million. <laughs> Deal. Deal. I said it on air. And I mean it because my thing is I don't need money. I can go sleep in my car. I've slept on the ground in California to learn about this plant so I could come home and show my mom, hey, let's help you in other ways. And I didn't I, call me a hippie, call me whatever. I don't care. I just want people to know that like, Tim, if I ever met your mom, I'd shake her hand and tell her what an honorable young man you are. If I ever got to hug Miles Garrett, I'm gonna ask him to crack my back, but I'm still gonna give every single person that same respect that they deserve. And I think we're missing that a lot today. And my leadership, both my masters are in leadership. I, I wanna get a PhD in this one day. Do I really think I need it? No, but I wanna help people to find out that that leadership style we follow now is so backwards. It's a, it's, a, it's a constant motion mentality and there's no creativity, there's no love, and there's no respect anymore. And for me, I just wanna build that company that's actually pushing in the right direction and it scares the shit out of everybody else. Sorry for swearing so much. Be glad I didn't drop any F-bombs. I drop a lot of F-bombs usually. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, awesome, man. I love that. And so Elon Musk, Miles Garrett, and you want to partner with people who have kind of been disrespected and then went and found the light in themselves. Yes, 100%. Uh, I have interviewed people from my shows like Fatima Oliver. She's an author that wrote a book about how she was abused and raped by her, her brothers and how she's turned it into this positive thing. Not that situation particularly, but what she's doing with her life. She knows what that, that what it feels like. If, and I'd love you to interview her. You would love her to death, just so you know. But like, she's just an example to Jessica Dugas, who's a mom of seven kids in Arkansas, Alabama. Sorry, she yells at me every time I say it wrong because I just do it now on purpose, but I still, I should do it right for this. In Alabama, why is she so special? Because she literally has raised her kids when she didn't have anybody else. Her husband and her have literally pushed themselves through hell and high water and know what it's like to feel disrespected and then come out the other side. When you find your light, you know those people around you that found their light. And that's a lot of people that are missing their light right now because we've let so many negative comments blow out our lights. We've let inappropriate words take our light and jam it into the ground. And we've lost too many great souls. And I'm somebody that just says, if I don't want to put a period on my life, how can I lead if I'm not able to believe in myself? And I can only surround myself with those who know how amazing they are. So Tim, that's what I do. <laughs> awesome, man. I love it. I love it. And so 
what are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish this vision and goal? Great question. Um, one or two things. One, I would say they could honestly just join the network. Uh, it sounds really ironic, but this energy that you and I've been joking about, uh, if they go hit subscribe and then just interact with us, you will see that my community, uh, prime example, I don't usually do religion on the conversations. We'll, and that's because it creates conflict. Mm-hmm. But I am a former youth pastor and I study a lot of Buddhism and my brain never stops running. So I always like to find new things to learn about it. But we had two very polar opposite views in the comments and you could see they were ready to start. Like it was at that tipping point, right? It's about to break and they're about to have, like be yelling at each other in the comments. And I remind the one guy on air, I'm like, hey, Stuart, please know this is what this is about. You don't have to get mad. You guys can talk this out right here. And I'm reading it. And they both agree. And you see the comments go from like, to like two lines without any disrespect. And before the end of the show, this very interesting discussion went and everybody, the audience was loving because I was doing it live. And I'm talking to these guys, reading their comments and why I'm saying that's disrespectful. That is not an appropriate way of doing that. That's not how you handle yourself as a human being, let alone a man. Have respect for the other person. And I I did that on air. And that's just me being me. And people liked that I wasn't going to let somebody bully somebody. And both of them could have left the show. Easily hit ignore. So for me, join. Jump in and have fun. You can pick on me. And I'll make a deal. If you don't pick on me, if you make me laugh hard enough on air, I'll let you pick up what my next onesie I wear. Okay. Cause I wear onesies on Wednesdays to work out. Uh, we work out every Wednesday, wellness Wednesdays, uh, the wonder of women Wednesdays are our mottos for that day. Uh, we learn about women's health. Uh, it's breast cancer awareness month. So that's why we're focusing on that uh, to, we talk about like, how just when you go brush your teeth, if you do squats and you do 25 squats while you do your, brush your teeth, you actually are going to burn enough calories just in that time that your heart rate's going to get high enough. You're going to start to be able to want to work out more and more. And that's just by doing squats and doing something a little different while you're brushing your teeth. That's how we change the world together. And the other thing would be if you go to delightcafe.com, I would really love if people would, the participation there is one, connect with your families. And even if you've never done CBD, buy a box, split it between the family and everybody try it at the same time because you're not going to get high. So there's no worry there. You're not going to have to worry about how much you're getting in each dosage and there's zero calories and they're vegan. So that means Tim and his mom can both know they're putting it in their morning coffee on Sunday breakfast and feel the most confident that neither of them have anything to worry about. You might not see the world change for you. You're not going to see rainbows, all of that, like you see in the TV. But what you are going to see is when you pay attention, it's not the big changes. It's the little ones. Your, your, your anxiety is a little bit less, and you can keep working on that. Rome wasn't built in a day. None of us have been, Tim, I don't know how old you are. I'm going to guess like in his like late 20s at most. Like 22. At most. I- I knew it was younger. I went older because you're going to laugh at me. Please don't think this is bad. I, I love this. But Black don't crack, man. I was like, he might be 55 for all I know. Like, I'm going to say this and he's going to be like, oh, no, I'm 66, Brandon. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I'm looking. I'm like, no, he doesn't have that 30-year-old like depression look yet. It's He's 20s, like early 20s. So, yeah. But for me, it's being able to like people, we all feel comfortable with our families. So this holiday season, buy a box and fry CBD with your family. That uncle that's always a pain in the ass, give him a couple extra packets and don't tell him. I'm not recommending you do that to everybody. Guys, don't be dosing people, but give it to somebody that, you know, maybe it might be that little bit of help to help them. Don't get in a fight over it. It's something you're going to try. Just do it. You'll find your delight. No, don't do that. Just literally enjoy yourself with the people that are willing to try it with you. There's 30 packets in a box. So if you have five people in your family, each one of you gets six. Perfect. Try it out. Have some fun. 
and have a wonderful holiday season without the fights. Calm, balanced, light. I love it. I love it. Sorry, my comedy comes out there too a little bit. Oh, no, man. You're good. You're good. I love it. Um, We're going to jump into our thriving three now. And I love to hear about how people thrive in their life. So what they're learning, how they're taking care of themselves and action they're taking right now or can take to get closer to their dreams. So what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Oh, boom. Here we go. Favorite book, movie, or podcast, or do I do all three? Only one. Only one. All right. Favorite. All right. Favorite book would have to be Napoleon Hill outwitting the devil. Nice. So nice. do you know who, do you know who Napoleon Hill is? I, I thought you were going to say think and grow rich, but outwitting the devil. Mm-hmm. I haven't read that one. Oh my God. You got to read it. So it's so different and it's such a great book. Look, go to delight cafe on YouTube. Okay, our Delights Digital Cafe. That way you know the digital parts there. If you go there, I have the audiobook for free to listen to. It's YouTube's version. I just share it. It's such a great way of your mindset. And this was a book that was locked up by his family because Think and Grow Rich was not one they wanted published. It became so big. In the actual description, you have exactly the story of what happened, how his family had this under lock and key until his his last family member passed away that knew what it was. They took over the safe. They didn't understand it. They gave it to a publishing company in 2011. He died back in in two. In 19, blah, 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 blah. I don't even remember. It was a while ago, long time ago, like early 1900s. That's a big thing. Like the fact that they didn't want it should be a big sign. The fact that his other book did so well in the early 1900s to like in the mid 1980s, that book is one that when I first read it, I'm a very slow reader. I hate reading, even with those. I hate reading because I feel I'm always behind. I listened to the audiobook and go, nope, that's a book I have to read. And I actually sat down and read it. Um, so yeah, that would be my absolute favorite book. Awesome. I love it. I'm gonna have to add it to my reading list. I've been looking for books. Oh, absolutely, my friend. If I have my copy and I didn't mail it to somebody, I always buy myself a new one. And then I usually, if I meet somebody that hasn't read it, I will mail them that my copy just because I believe that's how it should be. That's like the Bible is to some people. I think that book's so important for people's own self. I love it. Awesome. So what's one way you like to care for yourself? (laughs) So one way I care for myself, I, I was a nail biter my whole life. And my mom always every Sunday does her nails. And I never understood why that was so much for her. And then I went and I started doing manicures on myself and she was teaching me it. And I've never done that. I'm the dirty guy that goes outside and plays in the dirt as a kid. You know, I, my fingernails have never really grown. And then I started to take vitamins, the right vitamins. And I started growing fingernails and I started manicuring. And that Sunday now, my dad and I are watching football. My mom and I are doing our nails. It's the most hilarious thing ever my dad picks on me all the time and he thinks it's funny to pick on me with it but for me it's fun to be with my mom like I'm not like painting actually I did paint a black once just to watch my dad freak out but like he like he was like yeah everybody's gonna see these on air now um but I literally have been happy to see myself so like those are little accomplishments but when you're 38 years old and you've never had a fingernail that like actually is a nail nail you realize you've been biting your nails and that's why I had to fix that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm still a nail biter myself. So <laughs> I, it's so, and the nail, so they have this clear polish stuff you could put mm. on and it doesn't need, you don't need the tasty ones where it's like, hey, it's bitter. That's a waste of money. The clear p- polish, you're not going to want to eat paint. And the first time you bite your nail is the paint. You're like, Bleh. but I'm telling you, the minute you do it yourself, you clean it. And then let me tell you, have you ever done a pedicure? I haven't. Oh, Tim, dude, bro, let's talk face to face. All right, here we go. So you need to go and get a Manny Petty. Take your girl on a date, any girl, or guy, I don't care. It's 2021. Take whoever on a date and do a Manny Petty. I swear to you, you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh at how much that like is a great date. Do you know why? 
your hands are being massaged, your feet are being soaked, you're getting a massage on your calves, your feet and all that, they crack your toes. Oh my God, if you're, when you're on your feet all day, it's heaven. You cannot touch your phone because you're getting your hands held. You're getting them all cleaned up and all that. And then at the end, your hands and your feet feel so amazing. And as guys, we've associated it with this like, eh, eh, eh. no, go in and take a date. I swear to you, Tim, you'll call me, you'll text me and be like, hey, bro, wow. Like she asked me to marry her. Like that's how much she enjoyed <laughs> that. So enjoy. But like for real, it's amazing. It, it's so that is self-love. Awesome. Awesome. Dude, I'll have to go do it. I've, I've thought about it in the past and just I'm, I don't like spending money. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm with you. So that's why I do the nails myself. But every now and then I go out and like my mom does her pedicure. I do the manicures myself. And then I every now and then will like once every two months we'll get a pedicure. So that's why I say, look, I don't like to spend money either. But for that little bit of extra thing it's for you. You know what I mean? And those feet rubs are amazing. God, ask for that guy in the corner that looks like he's been to jail a few times. Trust me, your feet will never regret it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And so I guess my last question for you is, if there was one action step you could take right now or continue to take to get to your, let's do the small goals of hitting that 5,000 sales or getting to 500 subscribers, what would that action step be? Honestly, the action step is, it has been more of one that I've been using as personal for business. Uh, I did sober October. I'm not a drinker in any way, but I'm openly about my marijuana use. And now I have a puppy jumping on me. Um, <laughs> but I literally have, hi mom. Sorry, Tim. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Here, hold on. Come here. Pepper. I'll show you her that way. At least it's something cute. <laughs> So she ran to my mom. Um, but I'm recording. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Love you, mom. Um, <laughs> I would, I wake up every day and my goal is to do my, my meditation, my exercise and all those things. And I keep accountable to myself, but my marketing is something I, I, I'm, I have, I take the pictures, I do everything and I'm not very good at it. So for me, it's, I've been getting better at it. And my goal for October wasn't just to have no smoking whatsoever. My goal for October was to be able to truly set myself up. So in November, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. I'm doing no one November. Ever heard of it? Mm-mm. Good. Cause I made it up just on the spot. Um, so <laughs> it's, I, I told my team this this morning, I'm limiting my circle to the people I talk to every day, to the interviews I do like this. And the reason is, is I have a very broad net, but my circle needs to be very small. And the reason I say that is I'm building this. And if I trust the wrong people, it just goes without, I lose my vision. You need to be able to have the people on your team that are strong enough to be able to take it to that next level. And that's what my team and I've been doing. So right now it's making sure I get my balance on making sure the social media, the sharing and everything we do, it's on a regular schedule, not Monday, Thursday, next Sunday, like, like when I remember. Um, that's what I've been working on. So that way in November, my team sees how exactly I've been doing it through October and we're building it. And the, the, the foundation wasn't just created. It's building it into that next phase for them to see the separation of what we're doing. Gotcha. I love it. Thanks, bro. Awesome, man. Well, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Where, what state are you in again? I forget. I'm in Texas. We're in Texas. Austin area. I will be there next week. Dude, epic. I'm serious. My sister lives in Round Rock. That's where I grew up. My niece is, we're going to, she's nine. So it's one of the last times we're going to go trick-or-treating. So we're actually, my mom and I are going to fly down to go trick-or-treating for her last little kid trick-or-treating before she has friends and doesn't want to be around family anymore for trick-or-treating. Yep. So my she's, I'm not having any kids. My other sister's not having kids. So she's our only one for the whole family. And that's why we're doing this. So I will be there next week. And 
I'd love to like get a drink or just hang out, whatever. Do you play basketball? I love to hoop. Dude, just don't make me look like an old fat white guy, okay? Like that means I'm gonna stay around the three point line. Just don't leave me alone. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, but yeah we'll, brother. Like we'll e- email me your yeah, give me your phone number like in the email with this stuff because like I want to be able to text you when I'm on there and be like, yo, let's play. Where am I headed? Because my brother in law might come too, and he's old. So that'll be a lot of fun for me. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That sounds good. Sounds good. Well, awesome. I guess I'll see you next week. And on that note, I think it's a great place to end. If you were listening to this and you enjoyed Brandon's story, enjoyed what Brandon had to say, hit him up, join the network, subscribe to it, interact with him in the community. Happens every morning, right? Every day. Uh, Java Delight is the name of the morning show. And then uh, we do other shows throughout the week to connect with other networks. Uh, but Java Delight every morning, 10 a.m. Eastern to Eastern Daylight Time. So 9 a.m. for you guys. And we go for two hours. Uh, we do motivation and we interview people just like we're talking about here. So but it's live and you see my energy. So when you watch, it's totally like the, the guests break down because it's like I get them to be vulnerable with me and they have so much fun doing that. So please join us. Have some fun and pick on me. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Also, if you know somebody who knows Miles Garrett or you know Miles Garrett yourself or Elon Musk, connect Brandon to both of those people. <laughs> also, please. Anybody in your life that you know kind of has that vibe of they've been disrespected but they found the light in themselves. I actually came up I read a read about this. It's called Wabi Sabi and uh it's like the Japanese art of finding beauty and imperfections. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yes. Made me think of Wabi Sabi. So look up Wabi Sabi. If you know anybody who vibes with that, also connect them to Brandon. And finally, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Go ahead, like, and subscribe on Apple. And most of all, send it to somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And on that note, we're out. Thank you. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.